Georgia Bulldogs kick off tomorrow, but we can't wait to talk about it. So let's start the weekend now with University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Just give us a call and let's talk all things dogs. Now, here are your hosts, David Johnston and Dax Langley. All right, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Thanks so much for joining us on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, the Bull Edition, presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you for the next couple of hours. Hope you've had a good month of December. I know things didn't go great for the dogs in the SEC Championship game, but Georgia is looking to finish up the season strong. And the dogs, thanks to a, a lot of things going on with Florida State, are a massive favorite tomorrow afternoon in the Orange Bowl. Right now, Georgia, about a 19-and-a-half-point favorite in the game <laughs> against the Seminoles. Dax, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. Hope you're doing okay. Mary, I'm doing good. Doing good, Dave. Hope you are. Yeah, man. Hadn't seen you in a month. I've missed you, Dax. I've so missed good to, you, too. <laughs> good to see you again. I may have a present in the car for oh, you. Oh, listen to that. Listen to that. Aren't you sweet? And he, we've even missed Stephen Lang, but don't tell yeah. him that. He... Lang went with the dominoes tonight, which <laughs> caught me off guard. <laughs> I know. Switched it up. Yeah. Exactly. Holiday. Holiday. That's right. But anyway, Dax. Little Caesars isn't open, folks, so <laughs> don't call Little Caesars. 800-849-1061. That's the fun number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. We'll certainly talk a, a lot about uh, the dogs and what's going on tomorrow. And I know when we come back from the break, it'll be our last game look back with, um, with Alabama. So before we jump into all of that... Um, I was going to just kind of maybe talk a little bit about some off-the-field stuff, including what was terrific on signing day with Georgia putting together the number 1 class in the country. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they got they got the top linebacker, the top cornerback, uh, the, the top, top, safety, top safety, and the top, top punter. Top punter. Well, that's always nice. <laughs> I knew you'd like um, that. Uh, and those punters today can really boom it. Um, I don't and by know. the way, not just the top punter, but ironically, the guys from Iowa, where you oh, would really? think you would think oh, so Iowa would want, you know, yeah. you would love to punt for Iowa because they yeah. punt all the time. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. you can only punt so many times. And, <laughs> I guess so. And uh, those percentages of good punts start to. Uh, Start to get you. By the way, but, my new uh, joke on our morning show is it's Iowa, not Iowa, because there's no O in is it, Iowa. Is it Des Moines or Des Moines? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I've always said Des Moines. Des Moines? I'm sure somebody says that somewhere. But there's no O in Iowa or in Iowa since they don't <laughs> score points. And Tennessee well, will get to encounter that uh, this weekend. I, uh, you know, I was thinking I've, I had a chance to spend some time with, with uh, some of the coaches over the, over the break. And, uh, yeah. You know, there uh, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not they're excited to go down there, whether or not they're excited to win, <clears throat> play the game. Everybody wants to, to create this narrative that, that neither one of these teams want to be there. We've got forty plus players out between both teams, but you know, <clears throat> I think back to uh, that Texas Sugar Bowl. Yep, and I just know that that uh, it it kind of set in. What, what do we call it down here in the south? Your crawl. Oh yeah, yeah you know, didn't when, sit when, right. When when Sam Ellinger, uh, you know, uh, yeah, excla- they, exclaimed to the nation that the, that we're back. Texas is back. Yeah. Well, it took them a few years, and maybe they are back. Maybe they aren't. But we'll but, find uh, out. We're not, we don't go any. We don't go anywhere and play any game without expecting to to try to dominate and be elite. 
So, well, uh, if that wasn't a lesson learned, take uh, take notice that Georgia has not lost a bowl game or a college football playoff game since then. Right. Georgia's six and zero since that loss to right. Texas, and we've got the longest bowl streak in the, in in history. Yes, indeed, twenty seven uh, straight, twenty seven straight bowls, which means you're. Uh, I know there were some seasons along the way that you only won enough to go, but still, it's hey, nice to know that you can. I was so mad in 2010 when we lost to UCF in the in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, but now I'm kind of glad we went to that game because that kept the streak going. So what what bowls have we been to since Kirby's been here? We've we played the uh, Liberty T- Bowl, Li- TC, TCU in the Liberty Bowl. Then it was the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, and the college football right. or the national championship. 2018 was that Sugar Bowl lost to Texas. Right. 2019 was we were back in the Sugar Bowl yeah. and beat Baylor. Right. The COVID year of 20, we beat Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl. Oh yeah, long kick. Yes, by, uh, uh, Hot Lesney. That's right. 21 was the Orange Bowl in the National Championship, and last year the Peach Bowl yeah. and the National Championship. Right. So it's been a good, good run. It has been, and I don't see anything. Uh, you know, no matter who's down there, I was thinking about. Um, that Missouri game tonight against Ohio State. You and I were talking about it earlier. Yeah, and uh, you know everybody's jumped on. Uh, everybody likes Missouri in that game, but you have to remember the depth that that Ohio State has across the board. And I think that's one thing that's going to help the dogs. You know, there's going to get there's going to be a lot of kids getting a chance to play. Um, hopefully, we can jump out early. We always say that get on top of them early and and. Uh, uh, and, and I hope we can do that. Uh, we can't control who's playing or who's not playing. We got to go out there, and I know Kirby's emphasized this. You know, we're going to go out there and and do our job, just like we try to do every week. Um, and um, I'm not going to say hopefully come out with a victory. We are going to come out with a victory. Well, the line is now up to twenty. Yeah, it's jumped to twenty. <laughs> uh, it was it was pretty at twenty at thirteen and a half. Yes, about a week ago. Incredible, it really is. But um, well, so Florida State must be you know just um. There's just a there's no one there. All right, Burt Reynolds is going to play for him. Burt Reynolds uh, <laughs> and his former. Roommate Lee Corso. And Chris Winky. And Chris Winky, yes. He might be as old as them. 800-849-1061. That's the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. 800-849-1061. Dave and Dax along with you here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. How did the Bulldogs do in their last game? Let's review with the last game look back. Brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, former Georgia punter and kicker extraordinaire Dax Langley. Our final show of the 2023 season. That's certainly sad. It's been a great year for the Bulldogs, another undefeated regular season, but unfortunately... Things just didn't go George's way in that SEC championship game, Dax. And uh, you know, all good things must come to an end. Hopefully, George is going to start another good thing and another long streak. But uh, just uh, as some key plays Alabama made. And uh, in a game like that, when it's coming down to just a few key plays, they had the, the bigger ones, unfortunately, and they were able to find themselves into the uh, into the college football playoff. Who knew how big that fourth and 31 
would be when Milrow hit that to beat Auburn and uh, yeah, kept and, their championship and, 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 hopes alive. And uh, you know, if you you know, we've got these video replays and um, what's the coach for Oklahoma State? Um, uh, Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy was talking about it. You could see you could see how upset he was the other night. They were they reviewed a play where to see if it was in or not, but they didn't. And he was he was talking to the refs and see, to say it's obvious that the guy pushed off. Well, I think the guy pushed off at, at the the Alabama receiver Bond yeah. pushed off yeah. in that game. You know, look these these. Uh, you know, you, you look back at the Georgia-Alabama game and, you know, we dominated in certain places. We ran, You know, we had more total yards. We had more passing yards. Um, we didn't have as many rushing yards. We had more yards per play. Um, it just wasn't our night. And, and It and, happens. And, 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 it, and it happens, and it'll happen again at some point in the future. And um, The long pass that they made, that they converted, uh, in fact, it was the same guy, Bond, that caught the fourth and 31 that wasn't uh, reviewed and it looked like it it could have maybe gone the other way. We'll never know. Uh, It also stings when you see Jermaine Burton catch a touchdown pass against you. You see Tresman Marshall uh, recover that fumble deep in Georgia territory, another former Bulldog. Just little things like that. it just happens. Those things just... You know, there are no coincidences, right? That's right, I hear. Um, but you know, it it never never helps when somebody who's transferred makes big plays on you. Yeah, and and uh, Blaylock really showed his, you know what? Yes, he did. Um, uh, Burton, Burton, Jermaine yeah. Burton really yeah. showed. You know, so Bama's celebrating the win, and he goes over and he's yeah giving it to the Georgia yeah, fans. Yeah, that'll come back to haunt him at some point, <laughs> and it may be that uh, a Georgia player gets him in the pros. <laughs> at some point. Um, bounty gate. Yeah, there might be some bounty on him uh, in a few years. But hey, uh, the now Kirby did beat uh, Coach Saban a couple of years ago in the championship game, but uh, it's amazing. What is it? The Alabama has now won like 17 straight games in Atlanta. They just don't yeah. lose. Yeah, there was a, there was a story t- Kirby told me when he was at Alabama um, when he first got there, and it was about Coach Saban got all the coaches in a room and, and basically asked them, say, who wants to go play Clemson in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. And and there were some, you know, a few coaches said, you know, they just gave their opinion because that's what he asked for. And and um, some of the coaches were like, no, nah, I don't think it's a good idea. You know, it's too risky. It's whatever. You don't want to lose that first game. And, you know, Coach Saban made a, made a huge uh, point in, this, in, in that scenario is that, look, we want to recruit Georgia. We want to go and play as many. Ga- we want to play as many games in that dome as possible. Mm-hmm. And and in and in reality, they they played four or five games over a two year period in the dome. They yep. played Clemson, then they came back and they played Virginia Tech. Yep. Then they played Florida twice. Yeah. Um, in the SEC championship game, got them in '09. Yeah. You know, after after Tebow got them the year before. So you know, there's always. You know, little things that go kind of go unnoticed, but um, Kirby, and that Tebow loss was the last time they've lost in Atlanta. Right, which <laughs> is incredible. And, and Kirby's the same way. Kirby yeah. will go play whoever wants to play and, and wherever he's got to play him. Do you do you want to go on the road? No, but sometimes you got to just to to uh, put your stake in the ground. I 
like having that big opponent in the first game. I don't like them when they're in these neutral sites. I'd rather play home and home series. Yeah. I know we're going to be doing a lot more of that. Yeah. So well, and, then, uh, and we're going to play Clemson to open next year in Atlanta. You, I don't think we, you or I are, uh, have enough influence to change <laughs> not Sarkin, to Sarkin's mind. Yeah. What is his name? Uh, Sarkeesian? No. Oh, no, you're talking about Sankey. The, no, the the guy that runs the Peach Bowl. Oh, Gary Stoken. Gary Stoken. Yeah. Gary Stoken, that game ain't going anywhere in his mind. No, I mean, he's awesome. He does a yeah. great job with it. Yeah. He's been phenomenal with the Atlanta Sports Council and, and uh, everything they've done over there. I just like uh, playing these games on campus. Yeah, they, it, it's nice to be on campus. Everybody wants to be on campus. Yeah. But, you know, everybody travels. Georgia fans travel no matter where it is, and, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a, a good group of of uh, Dog Nation in in Miami at the, you know, oh, yeah. tomorrow. And you know, too, Dax, the thing about uh, the, the schedule, next year's schedule is going to be tougher than the one we had this oh, year. Yeah. But there's going to be 12 teams in the playoff and not four. So yeah. you've got a little bit more wiggle room during the regular season. I guess you do. I mean, I, I, you know, it's it, as much as they've fought about and – tried to figure out who can be the four. Yeah. Now they're going to try to start they're going to be fighting and figuring out who's going to be number 12. Yeah, exactly. You know, and who's, you know, who deserves to be number 12 and I that that just you know, 12, 12 teams is a lot of teams to have in a playoff, although every other sport has, you know, 64 yeah. or 36 or 32 or whatever. Well, this year, 12 is Oklahoma, 13 is LSU, and 14 is Arizona. So they can argue about it, yeah. but it's not going to be as and big, nobody's big gonna a deal. Opt, nobody's, at that point, nobody's yeah. opting out. So it's going to – I think it creates a situation where you – if you're in that playoff – and you're Jalen Daniels, yep. and you're number twelve. You're yep. play, you're playing. Yeah, you're going to play. You want to win. The, you would think you want to play as many games <laughs> yeah. in that as possible. Absolutely. So, um, if you don't, then there's something really weird going on with you. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, it's like Tate Rodermaker. He's you know he's in the portal. He's not playing. Yep. I mean, I, you know why not play? I mean, you know, <sighs> I mean, the only thing I can think of is that um, if you're trying to get to your next school and classes start, they but they're do. not. That's true. But the thing is, though, that doesn't. that's not affecting Florida State. No. You could say it's affecting the teams in the playoff because there's that championship game on January 8th. The calendar is messed up, and that's yeah. something they gotta they got to think about. 800-849-1061. That's the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. 800-849-1061. Dave and Dax along with you till 8 o'clock here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog. Friday night presented by Bud Light. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a weekend roundup brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. 800 849 1061 on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. David Johnston and Dax Langley along with you until 8 o'clock. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. The dogs and Florida State coming up tomorrow. 4 o'clock kickoff on the station you're listening to right now. That means noon for the start of the broadcast as the Bulldogs take on the Seminoles down at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. And uh, let's see here. Let's save the playoff, Dax, for the for the second hour. We'll yeah. jump more into that. 
But let's start with tonight. We'll start with the other three this games that dropped. are part of the New Year's Bowl. This, this game's dropped. All right, so Ohio State and Missouri playing in the Cotton Bowl tonight uh, in Texas, and you say the line is now, now four and a half. Ohio State, the favorite. No, no, uh, Kyle McCord. He is. He already in, changed his in, mind in the, cold, and, in the coldest place he could ever go. <laughs> and he was originally, funny enough, going to Nebraska. Really? And then there were some things that changed with yeah. that that you might have heard of. So now he's headed to Syracuse. Right. And looks like Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to play in that game tonight. As and far Marvin as I know, Harrison's definitely not transferring to He is not Syracuse. transferring to Syracuse, no. <laughs> Although, isn't that where his dad went? Yeah. Didn't Marvin yeah. Harrison yeah. get it? Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, um, Missouri's got, as far as I know, Brady Cook playing tonight. That running Everybody's back, Cody playing. Schaefer. Everybody's Luther playing from yeah. Missouri. So does that make you want to take Missouri and the four and a half? Well, I like I like what Missouri's done all year. I mean, they've played everybody tough. They're 10 and 2. Um, Drake, I thought they were the second best team Georgia played yeah, this year behind Drake, Alabama. Drink's got them playing well, and, and they've played well all year. I, I, you know, I lean toward Ohio State just simply because I think they got more depth, and Ryan Day's needs to win this bowl game um, for various reasons. Yes, um, but but I don't think uh, Missouri is going to make it easy on them. Um, they got a you know Ohio State starting a freshman quarterback, um, true freshman quarterback, four star. Of course, he's a four star. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like they've got a one star, two star quarterback to back up everybody on that roster's somewhere three. And this or guy almost got the starting job anyway, I believe. McCord beat him out. Right, right. So you know, if they can, if if Missouri can run the ball with Shafer, is it Shaver? Sha- Schaefer? Yeah, yes. Schaefer. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. they can establish some run. And I don't know if I trust that Missouri quarterback in a big game like this, but, uh, you know. Nazir Stackhouse agrees with you. Now, now you know, now <laughs> buy this, you know, you could buy it down to, to you know, minus one at this point. <laughs> make it a pick them. And then, and then you'd then, feel then, a lot better, then, right? Well, <laughs> that's why they call them those things. Yes. Um, but but uh, you're right. I mean, it is, it, it's, it's, Looks like it's got the potential though to be terrific, and yeah, I can't I wait hope, for I it. I hope it's a great game. Yeah, I hope it's a great. It's in the Cotton Bowl, you know, Jerry Jerry World. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I wish they still played it at the Cotton Bowl. I think that'd be neat. That'd but, be cool. But uh, I'd like to see Georgia get out again to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Well, and hopefully, if it were ever you know figured into the playoff, but this would have been a year. Uh, you know, Georgia was just in the Orange Bowl two years ago, and the Orange Bowl is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the Cotton Bowl would have been a cool destination for Georgia yeah, this I was, year. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, b- big bowls big bowls like the Orange Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, and uh, especially the Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl has always been known mm-hmm. to give the kids just just ample things as far as gifts and, yeah. and trinkets and, and whatnot, you know, whether it's, you know, the Orange Bowl ring which you can get, you can get, I mean, you can get grills, you can get, I mean, they get a list of, you know, they they basically have a website they can go to and they can just order, they get a certain amount of points and they can just order what they want. And uh, I know that the Orange Bowl for years, back in the day, was one of the few bowls that gave out Rolex watches. <laughs> and uh, there, was a, there was a letterman that uh, played in the Cotton Bowl for Georgia years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. and his daughter... He had lost his 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 
cotton bowl watch mm-hmm. and somehow she searched and searched and searched and found it and gave it to him for christmas oh, and, wow. he had, and he hadn't had it in 25 years oh wow that's crazy um so she got him one right that's very cool well, the, cotton, the cotton bowl is a classic bowl yeah it I is mean, <clears throat> i mean i think orange sugar rose uh cotton and yeah. you know you then since then those are to me those are the the biggies the Fiesta and the has come along like since the then. George Bowl. has never played in the Fiesta Bowl. No, we we did play in that stadium. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, that and was beat like, Arizona and State. It, it, besides the LSU game in what Fromm's junior year or sophomore year, mm-hmm. that that Arizona State game was like sitting on the sun. <laughs> you know, no doubt. So was the LSU game that year. Yes, when indeed. Joe, when Burrow was a junior. Yeah. You're right. You're, it was definitely. But now we have all these bowl games in the friendly confines of indoor stadiums. Mm-hmm. And except except uh, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Yeah, the dogs will be down in Miami Gardens. So, all right, so let's talk about the other two games. Uh, tomorrow over in Atlanta, pretty good matchup with Ole Miss and Penn State. I like Penn State there. Yeah? I, I just do. Um, let's see, what is the line at the moment? Five. Yes, sir. Penn State's. Giving up the five, they're the chalk. Lane's gonna, you know, Lane's gonna do Lane things. So you know, you don't know what to think. They may thrive in that, right? And then finally, uh, for this segment anyway, Monday the Fiesta Bowl, and uh, Oregon and Dan Lanning, they're a sixteen and a half point favorite against Liberty. I don't think Liberty's got the horses to hang with with Oregon, but I could be wrong. We could have another. Boise State, you know, Statue of Liberty play. You know, I kind of feel and, like and somebody, you know, getting down on their knee and proposing. That was pretty cool. I kind of feel. That. I kind of yeah. That guy's name I think was Ian Johnson. I think yeah. um, for Boise State. Um, Dax, to me, this one kind of feels a little bit more like, and I'm not saying this is what Liberty feels like, but when Georgia played Hawaii in the Sugar Bowl, yeah. 2007 season, yeah. 2008 Sugar Bowl. Um, everyone we ran into in New Orleans for Hawaii fans, they were so nice, but you just got this feeling that they were just glad to be there. Yeah. They played a very, very, one of the easiest schedules in the country. They were undefeated, but once that game started, uh, as one of our... Was that 05? Uh, it was the 07 season. 07, okay. Yeah, and the 08 Sugar Bowl. And that's when... Um, and uh, Marcus Howard made Marcus a lot Howard, of money that, yeah. that game. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what this might feel like if Oregon comes there to play, if they're if they're good with being there, that they should handle Liberty pretty easily. Right. This is a game that you would schedule... Hey, we've got uh, – this is a game you would feel like your fans would be complaining about if you were playing them in September. Right. Look at this schedule. Liberty's coming to Athens. And right. all of a sudden, here you are playing them in the Fiesta Bowl. Right. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to yeah. me. Yeah, Liberty's got players. Yeah. You know, Hugh Freeze left them with a with a pretty good roster. And um, so – but I still like working. I, I think do, Nix Bo Nix is playing in that game, right? He is. I don't think he is. He's I not. think he is. Okay. I think okay. he has opted out. Yeah. But I don't would. know that it matters. Yeah. They'll have somebody there. I'll double check Oregon on that. basically, you know, once a series, you know, or once every four downs, they're going to try to put the jug, put, put it, you know, put you out of your misery with something deep. So they just, they're set up that way to, to you know, score a lot of points. So that's why that totals at 68. They think somebody's going to score a lot of points. 
Uh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know what? You may be right. Bo Dix may be playing in this thing. Yeah. Um, so let me double check on that. I think you're right on that one. So I'll, I'll give that a – yeah, I think he is going to play. So, yeah, they're going to be – like you said, they're going to be looking for uh, for for blood in that thing. All right, 800-849-1061. That's the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. I am obviously not the president of the Bo Nix Fan Club, but I will yeah. uh, I will check on that. I think he went 0-4 against the Dogs in his career, so he's probably just glad that he is not playing Georgia in the postseason. All right, this is uh, University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. What play made you stand up and cheer? Let's get a recap of the coolest play of the week. Brought to you by Green Tree Metal Roots with the Cool Chemistry Axo Noble Paint System. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. The uh, show that we're doing tonight, this is the first University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night we've done following a Georgia loss going all the way back to the SEC Championship game of 21 that's how long this thing has gone, the winning streak and, and everything else. So it has been a heck of a heck of a run for the uh, Bulldogs. But uh, Georgia came up short against Alabama in the SEC championship game, although the Dogs t- uh, did take the early lead. Second down from the Alabama 17. Snap it back to Beck. Give it to Milton. Big hole. Milton 10, 5, 1. Touchdown right corner inside the pylon. Georgia strikes first. Georgia did get the 7-0 lead, Dax, but I, I felt like um, as the game went on and the, the second quarter definitely was Alabama's big quarter, their lines of scrimmage were just a little bit better than Georgia's in that SEC championship yeah, game. They were. They they came out to play and and uh we you know, we gave our best gave our best shot and I just I just you just sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, you don't win. I mean I hate to win. say that, the, yeah. The um um, a few things go another way. Coach yeah. McGill used to say, you know, those other boys are on scholarship yeah. too. And now it's like, well, those other boys are on NIL too. Yeah. And that's uh, basically what it is. Right. Uh, um, and you, you got to play a, a darn near perfect game to beat a Georgia or to beat an Alabama. You do. You do. Both sides have to play a perfect yeah. game. And, and, um, I'm Bama's sure Kirby, was a little bit better. Kirby wants a few things, wants a few. Things, but he's moved on from that. Absolutely, it's the twenty-four hour rule. That's why I feel so good about where the program is because Kirby's not going to let it. Yeah, and that's linger what, that, on something that, like that. That's what I another another point I was going to bring up is you know you get in a game like this and you know Kirby does not take anything lightly. So we go down there and and you're you get a week of practice and our roster is so deep that there are kids that are going to play in this game that are going to be stars of the future. Yep. And this is one of those games where somebody breaks out and has a, a huge impact on the game that hasn't had a as, you know as much of an impact during the season. Um he's going to play a lot of players. Um there's some kids are going to get a chance to to kind of show out and and uh make their mark for next year because our kids aren't opting out, our kids aren't transferring, our kids are here to play for Georgia and be elite just like we talk about all the time so um but you still have to motivate you still have to to uh 
you know, have that same bloody Tuesday type practice. Oh, yeah. You still have to go through the process and, um, you know, get to the game. And um, I hang my, you know, I tip my hat to any player that, that that's gutsy enough to go out there and, and, and let it all hang out in a bowl game that, that basically is just a trophy that sits in the trophy case at this point. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Let's jump to the phones and check in with Philip, who's calling us from Commerce. Philip. Commerce GA. Commerce GA. Good evening and welcome to the show. How are you tonight, Philip? I'm doing fine. Good. I just wanted to uh, compliment and brag on our radio play-by-play team. Today I was riding down the road listening to the Clemson-Kentucky game. If I had to listen to that every week, I would probably sleep through every game we play. <laughs> I agree. So enthusiastic. I mean, man, uh, Philip, do you know uh, how ironic the? Do you know who the uh, Clemson play-by-play guy is? Uh, no. His name. His last no. name is Munson, <laughs> which is uh, which well, is funny. I, I did hear that. I did hear that. <laughs> and I know Don. He's actually a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I haven't really heard them too much. He does their basketball and he does their baseball as well. But uh, I think our guys do a terrific job. Yeah, our guys. I agree too. Our guys get excited. They, uh, you know, Zaire does a great job. Oh yeah. Um, Scott's always, you know, a class act and, and professional, both very professional. Love having DJ on there DJ's with them. DJ's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Philip. But, but yeah, they, it was terrible. I couldn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but look forward to listening to our guys tomorrow. Hey, Philip, thank you for the call. Yeah, Happy thanks, New Phil. Year. Okay. All right. Happy New Year to you. All right, Go buddy. Dogs. Appreciate it. Go dogs. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. You don't ever always get to listen to the other team's radio guys. I know, but some of them are, some of them are really good. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, um, like Todd Ellis at, at USC has got a great voice. Um, he does their play-by-play. The guy that does um, Ohio State's is really good. You know, mm-hmm. there's guys that have voices for radio. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, um, and face, uh, like myself, faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding that out, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, you got the TV face. I don't know what you're talking shoot. about. The, um, <laughs> I need to um, some some resolutions for next year. <laughs> That's right. But no, it is interesting and, and traveling on Friday. I know, night. right? I know. I blame Stephen Lang. Uh, but the we're you know traveling around when doing Jeff Dancer and I do the baseball games together, yeah. and you know, we travel around and we know all the you know the radio guys right. from all the other teams and i really there's not any of those guys i don't like they might they might call games for a couple of schools i'm not crazy about but the guys that uh, call the games i really do uh, it's a little bit of like a small fraternity you know we yeah. see each other everywhere and uh, we always chat and we see each other on the weekends but uh, it is funny that philip brought that up and uh, yeah i just it, yeah. I, I don't know what the other schools think of their own guys. I know there's some people that don't like Scott Howard. Heck, there were some people that didn't even like Munson, yeah. which is kind of weird. Well, And I'm not trying to compare him to Munson because Munson I, was just I, the I was all-time greatest. About, I was thinking about Munson last night in that Arizona game and what he would have said. <laughs> they, you know, I, they were gone. I knew it. You knew it, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. In fact, where's our man? Where's our man David from Grayson? Speaking of months, and how come we haven't heard from him? Yeah, where are the callers? We need y'all to get on here. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Stephen Lang says that's enough. So we will take a timeout. 800-849-1061. 
Again, that's the phone number here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. What do the Bulldogs think of tomorrow's game? Let's find out with a view from the top. Brought to you by the award-winning Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. All right, it's University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night. Presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you. Look forward to next year being back at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. And, yeah, that uh, was a good spot this year. Love love David Dukes and everyone there at the Spring Hill Suites. They do a great job there. A great place to have the show. And I don't have – actually, you know, it's funny. I don't have next year's schedule in front of me. But the – what would the – let's see. The first home game – it would be September 7, I guess, because let's see, open up with Clemson in Atlanta, and then whoever it is we play the next week here in Athens. And then I believe the next game, Georgia goes to Kentucky, uh, where we will see Brock Vandegriff and Pop Jamon Dumas Johnson. And then I don't know what we got after that. I just, like I said, I haven't got that uh, too far ahead as far as the future schedule there for the, uh, for the dogs. But uh, tomorrow, the, here's the future schedule for Georgia. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock, the dogs in Florida State at the Orange Bowl. I, I, I'm like a Coach Goff. I'm only looking ahead to the next game. Yeah. I'm not looking <laughs> any farther. <laughs> David, don't be asking me about next year. We're looking forward to the next game. You have done a Munson and a Coach Goff. We're just working hard to get better. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Run into Coach Goff a lot, too. It's always yeah. good to see him. Saw Coach Don in this past weekend, and uh, always great to see Coach as well. So it's a it's great Donner, being around here. if you're here. listening, thanks for coming to watch our kids' uh, basketball games. That's awesome. He comes in and watches them and, and uh, critiques them and philosoph- cool? philosophizes with us. Coach is a great athlete. Oh, coaches and players, you know, he's, he's always been a, a good one. Oh, he's he's one of the best, one of my all-time favorites for sure. Well, uh, view from the top, Kirby and the Bulldogs getting set for their game tomorrow. So I actually got audio of Kirby and Coach uh, Norvell from this morning. So okay. this is fresh audio. They had a co-press conference at uh, the Orange Bowl this morning, so I was able to break things up. So we'll hear from Coach Norvell in the second hour, but we'll listen to Kirby here, and then uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit more. Here's Kirby from earlier today down in Florida. Every time I've ever come to the Orange Bowl, and I've been here multiple times, the Orange Bowl committee, um, the staff members, the people that host the hospitality room, the guys involved with our players, uh, Eric Palms, the CEO, they, they do a tremendous job of making sure it's first class. Everybody likes coming down here because of the weather, the beaches, and all the beautiful things you get. So I know the energy for our players has been very enthusiastic. Uh, They've loved the work. They love being down here. Uh, About 20 or 30% of our team was in the same location uh, two years ago. So when we got the practice facility, it was very comfortable. We knew where we were. We knew what we needed to do, and we got to work on that. I have a lot of respect for uh, Mike and his staff. 
Uh, we've recruited more and more against them uh, recently as uh, they've returned to prominence and uh, haven't grown up where I grew up, 30 minutes from Tallahassee. I grew up uh, watching Florida State play and went to a lot of their games. So I have a lot of respect, and I think it's great for college football when uh, Florida State is uh, always in the conversation. So his staff's done a tremendous job. They recruit in our state. We recruit in their state. Um, have a lot of respect for them and looking forward to a, an outstanding uh, game, an exciting game to go play uh, in Hard Rock. Two-part question. Do you have a game status update for Brock and then way down the road when your grandkids ask you what was it like if this is his last game what was it like coaching and his legacy at the university of georgia yeah his legacy is he's a tremendous athlete great toughness um never seen a kid come back from a significant injury like that that fast uh pretty remarkable the, the numbers he hit and what he was able to do um, as he came back and he kind of changed the culture of the work ethic around especially on our offense um, to see him go out there and compete and work like he did for the three years he has has been pretty remarkable I mean he, he, he is uh, a machine when it comes to practice doesn't get tired works his tail off and uh, he set a standard that'll be there for a long time. I mean, he's affected Oscar Delp. He affected Darnell. Uh, he's affected the young tight ends. Um, he's affected everybody on the offense in terms of how he practices. Kirby, before this year, I don't think a number one team had ever dropped out of the top four on a final weekend. And there's obviously been a trend with a lot of players opting out, skipping the bowl game, and that opportunity to play with their teammates one final time. I don't think Georgia's had any opt outs. Can you talk about the decisions that the guys made to play with one another and what went into building that culture? Well, I think uh, the leaders of the team kind of spearheaded that. I, I, you know, I stay out of it. I met with each um, player that was draft eligible or seniors that, that are you know have uh, draft grades and, and just spoke with them and very honest and uh, talked to them. And then they had to make the decision with their family members. and. Uh, they, they, they want to go out on top. They, they don't want their last Georgia outing to be uh, what, what was the SEC championship. So they put their minds to it. And it was a little bit of a uh, uh, almost contagious deal. One guy did it, another guy did it, and they wanted to play. So um, certainly very proud of that. But I, I do think we're going to have guys get more opportunities in this game than we would have normally had just through the injuries because we've had uh, significant injuries and a lot of guys who have not been able to practice uh, during the bowl run just because of the injuries coming out of uh, the SEC championship. But I'm certainly proud of the guys that decided to and they want to finish together. And I think finishing is important. You know, I don't think enough people talk about it and everybody says, well, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. I mean, the kids, the kids that love football, they want to play football. And uh, it's the Orange Bowl. I mean, you got an opportunity to go play in the Orange Bowl and that's not given to everybody. The kids that want to play football will play football. That's right. And that's, <laughs> I love it. And that's the kind of kids we get. Yeah. That's the kind of kids Kirby recruits, and he sees it. Um, and, you know, I think he sees that. He looks for that. Um, when, he's, as, when he first starts having conversations with the recruits early on, you know, whether they're ninth graders, tenth graders, however it is, um, you know, he's leaning toward – the kid that that is a lover of the game yeah you know because you got to love the game uh in a certain way to put in the work and the time and the energy and the effort and the academics and everything to 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 ultimately get on the field and have fun that's what that's what all that works about 
That's what all the work's about is to get out there on, on that field and have fun and, and, and win ball games. Well, the dogs have certainly at least – I mean, there may be some guys that uh, may not play as many snaps as normal, you know, that kind of thing, but it's, it's crazy that we are – uh, less than 24 hours from kickoff and don't know of any any opt-outs. Uh, right. you know, a bunch of guys have jumped in the portal, and I understand that. But it's still crazy that uh, Georgia feels just the opposite of what we're seeing uh, with what Florida State's gone through and that long list of players you've got written yeah, down I mean, there. Yeah, I mean, you got Jaheim Bell, Johnny Wilson, who's one of their best receivers. Yep. Trey Denson, or Benson, Keon Coleman, Tate Rodemater, the quarterback, um, the big defensive lineman, I think he's opted out. Uh, verse, um, yeah, verse, uh, who 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 had a heck of a year. Yeah, um, he's they, a first round draft pick. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Can can what can Mike Norville do to get his team motivated? They're motivated to win because they want to prove something because of not making the playoff. But do they have the Jimmys and Joes right now tomorrow at four o'clock to get that job done? And well, that's, you know. Kirby I mean, did say today, though, he said uh, um, that Georgia is now running into Florida State on the recruiting trail oh, yeah. much more than they used oh, yeah, to the last them, few years. You let Florida State end up, you know. So they've got knocking, players. Knocking, knocking Georgia off, and that'll that'll make things extremely Absolutely. tough. And, and um, everything plays into to the next thing, um, you know, on down the line. Um, everything uh, is is – in conjunction with 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 recruiting, with 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 you know getting kids on campus, um, you know having the types of relationships you want with the kids, um, the Georgia brand sells itself. The Florida State brand is trying to get itself back, and I don't know. I don't want anybody on Florida State picking that microphone up tomorrow and saying we're back. And I, don't no. think, and I don't think Kirby does either. No, sir. Does so. not want to. Uh, hey, I'm going to leave you with a we'll, – we're going to jump to the phones on the other side. Um, so, Carl, hang on just a moment if you don't mind. We always love talking to you, but we got to take a break. Here's a trivia question. Two of Georgia's coaches of all time are undefeated in bowl games. Can you name them? Ooh. And it's a little bit of a trick question, but there are two – Georgia coaches that did not lose a bowl game. We'll answer that on the other side. We'll get to Carl and Dawson when we come back on the other side. 800-849-1061. That's the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. we got another hour to go. Thanks so much for joining us. Along with Dax Langley, I'm David Johnston, and this is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light.